0: A good football team in NFL, the American Football League, is known for how well it executes the 2-minute offense. This is represented by how a team can accomplish a comeback when its back is against the wall, facing a time constraint. It literally has to march the troops across the field and score points. The 2-minute drill defines a team and usually its performance in the playoffs. Thank you for joining me today and spending time on how the two-minute offense can inspire you for innovation. I'm Himang, and this is Innovation, Sports, and Life. My goal is to dive into where good ideas come from. For those who are familiar with the NFL, please bear with me. An American football team is played across four 15-minute quarters, totaling an hour of play. And the fourth quarter is usually when the game can come alive. In primetime games, the action spills over until the very end. And the action in such games usually unfolds like this. One of the teams gets to a one score lead. And in this process, they ideally want to consume as much time as possible. Because this ensures that the other team has very little time to score back. And as a result, the last two minutes of the game become very action-packed. And as a result, the last two minutes of the game become very action-packed. There are trick plays, brilliant passes, time-efficient offense, and much more. Now the offense, which is the team trying to score, relies on fast execution. Remember, they have only two minutes to cover, in some cases, 100 yards across to the other side. And so the defense tries to act in the best way possible. Either team wants to avoid penalties, which can give others free yardage. So in other words, you will see innovations of all sorts as one team tries to get to the other side and the other team is doing its best to stop them. So this in essence represents what you might see in a two minute drill. So how does all this relate to innovations? Now the crunch time situations call for mind blowing teamwork. And that is the actual test of character for anyone, how they respond in times of crisis. Now, every team wants to pride itself on how good the coordination is between the players. And that is put to test in a two-minute drill. Now, reflect on every team that you've been a part of. And I believe that your most memorable moments would have come during crunch time situations. That, uh, that crazy rush to meet the deadline, that last minute requirement which came up, but your team had to address. That called for everyone to output their best. You had to trust each other, face that time challenge, and hopefully you overcame the odds. So mind-blowing teamwork is at the heart of great clutch time performances. And what lies at the heart of great teamwork? Again, it's a term that you know, it's called team spirit. Every domain we think of has tried to develop this over the years. Numerous factors make up a good team. You have the quality of players, the leadership, the coaching, and so on. I'm sure you see this both at work as well as in every walk of life. And all these factors such as players, leadership, the coaching talent, everything is important, certainly. But to develop team spirit, that's not enough. You need to, I believe it is, I believe team spirit is developed by familiarity across all the scenarios. Familiarity calls for knowing each team member in and out. I don't mean that you have to know every aspect of their personal life. What I imply here is you want a comfort level that everyone shares. There's no hard metric to define this. But one of the surest ways to know if the team is comfortable with each other, is just to observe them over a cup of coffee. If they can share a good conversation, exchange thoughts over a non-work matter, then they have a comfortable familiarity with each other. And how do you get there? One of the options are team building exercises. I'm not a huge fan of those for everyday situations. They are great at breaking the ice for sure. In terms of a more consistent approach, I suggest you can have team lunches or coffee breaks or happy hours, whatever works for your team. And the second aspect to build your team spirit is scenario planning. How does your team respond to varying situations? Do you have a playbook for that? And this aspect comes easy to sports teams because those situations can be well understood and simulated. But in regular work scenario, I believe the scenario planning can be referred to by the planning stages. Usually at the onset of a project, the best and worst case situations are considered. Sometimes for ROI purposes that what if things don't go our way What is the the worst hit that we can take? Now, rather than leaving those worst case scenarios as a paper exercise, go a step further. Try to work on those very situations with your team. What you want to know is how everyone would act in those situations. How would the events flow like? What is the coordination like? There will be more real exercises but they will certainly help in building familiarity. They will highlight the areas where your team coordination can improve and may even show you some big gaps that were not even considered. One thing I'm very sure is that those back-to-the-wall scenarios, these crunch time situations, will force you to think of something different. If we want to succeed under hard constraints, we have to change something. And quite often, those changes can reveal some better ways of doing things. And most importantly, these are situations to iron out any inefficiencies and get your team on the same page. So the two-minute offense drill will look very different for your world. Do figure out what it is and learn what makes your team tick. Having said that, happy ideating.